Hey everyone, do you love movies? Do you like betting? If you do, then Box Office Bets is the podcast for you. With Tom Cunningham and myself, Brian Ortega, we'll guide you through Oscar season with our breakdown of each Oscar contender and give you our projections based on what the betting market is saying about each Oscar race. Make sure to check us out every week as we focus on a specific movie and break down its best chances to win right here on Box Office Bets. Hey everybody, welcome back to Concierge Confidential. I'm your host, Brian Ortega, and we are going to go someplace that I don't go very often. But I was tested, somebody asked about it, and I feel I must do it, because it is part of this town. And we will be venturing to Fremont Street, downtown Las Vegas, in this particular podcast. I'll be highlighting some of the things that are down there, and sort of a general overview of uh, Fremont Street, which Fremont Street, very unique place. Uh, it Some people prefer Fremont over the Strip. Uh, I will tell you right away, I am not one of those people. I am certainly a Strip person first, which is very rare because I am a local. But uh, I think it's also geography-wise, that is why I kind of lean towards the Strip because if I'm going to be drinking, I don't want to drive too far. And Fremont Street is a much longer drive for me than it is for uh, the Strip. So uh, just putting that out just in advance that I am not a huge Fremont person, but I have lived in Las Vegas for about 10, 11 years now. I used to be a tour guide a long, long time ago, and I used to trek downtown for our night tours where I had to stay for an hour. And yes, I did walk around quite a few times, and uh, I have done my bits of sort of like the obligatory walk to Fremont or walk down Fremont for friends who are in town. So this will cover Fremont Street specifically. This is not specifically going to be covering Main Street, which is sort of in between the Strip and downtown, which that's actually like the super duper local spot where you have a lot of bar hopping done on Main Street. So this is the Fremont Street episode here on Concierge Confidential coming up next. Hey everybody, this is Brian Ortega from Concierge Confidential, and this episode is brought to you by AO Painting, who have been experts in specialized coating, servicing Arizona for over 40 years. AO Painting specializes in industrial projects and are a one-stop shop for sandblasting, industrial painting, waterproofing, and much, much more. To see more of their work and to get a quote, you can visit aopaintinginc.com. That's aopaintinginc.com. AO Painting, where specialized is where we start. Okay, everybody, so we are back. We're going to be diving into Fremont Street. That's going to be the f- north of the Las Vegas airport, uh, Harry Reid International, I believe it's what it's called now. And, uh, yeah, so this was actually a request uh, sent in by a wonderful listener, uh, Daniel, who actually listens to me at my other job, which is, you know, fantastic. So uh, Daniel very nicely uh, DM'd me on Twitter. If you want, you can follow me at Concierge Confidential, under, uh, sorry, at Keys to Vegas for uh, our Twitter, or you can just follow me on my regular Twitter, which is Brian Ortega LV, and you can just message me on there as well. Uh, not gonna be, not gonna lie, guys, not as active on Twitter as I thought I was gonna be. Much more active on like Instagram and uh, TikTok and that kind of thing. So Twitter, I'll still check it out, and I'll still answer any questions you have. You can DM me, and I will go ahead and answer those on any of those platforms. And uh, I usually will go over something if I haven't done it before. So um, I really haven't dove deep into Fremont Street. Uh, one of the reasons being is that 
I don't go to Fremont Street very often, even though I work on Fremont Street. So uh, the funny thing is, is that to work on Fremont Street, I'm like uh, one of those performers uh, that uh, is going to charge you 20 bucks for a picture. Uh, but um, I do work inside of one of the hotels and uh, I do go down there quite a bit. Uh, but usually not out on the street itself, which, yes, it is very possible to not have to go on Fremont Street ever. So um, either way, uh, we will be diving into Fremont Street and we'll be positive about it just because this is a place where people do like to go for a lot of reasons. One, hotel rooms tend to be a little bit more affordable on Fremont Street. Um, they're obviously going to be some of them are a little bit uh, more vintage, if you will. Uh, but they do have uh, more. Uh, they have newer hotels for, for example, like Circa. Uh, the Golden Nugget are two really great options, and they also have the Grand Hotel, which is actually uh, called the Downtown Grand. Um, sort of set off of Fremont just a bit, but they actually are—they've um, actually built a whole new tower, which is actually quite fantastic. Um, it's still a great spot. So um, a couple of these places are really great. Just know that if you do stay at one of the older hotels, for example, like the Golden Gate, uh, that's been here since 1931. So that hotel is quite old. So just uh, keep in mind it is a very, very old hotel. Um, it's so The rooms are very, very small. Uh, same thing with the El Cortez, opened 1941. Uh, so those rooms are also very, very small. So um, anyways, I will jump into a couple different categories. So one of the first ones that people always ask about is is where can I eat on Fremont Street? So um, I will definitely say that... So I'm actually going to be using Daniel as an example uh, just because he is staying at the Golden Nugget, which is perfect, center center Fremont Street. Um, probably one of the better hotels on Fremont as well. I would say only maybe Circa is maybe a step above, mostly because they're a newer hotel. So it's going to have newer amenities, somewhat closer to what the Strip would be like. Uh, even though the Golden Nugget actually has had a renovation, uh, they have the Rush Tower, which if you are staying at the Golden Nugget, the Rush Tower is the newer tower, uh, which is going to be, it's sort of like set back. It has a much larger uh, check-in desk right next to the chart house. But uh, they do have two sort of different buildings, essentially. But they're all connected on the inside, so not a huge, huge deal. But what's nice about it is it gives you that old-school Vegas look on the inside, very low ceilings. Um, feels a little bit congested, but that's kind of what you're looking for in an older hotel. But anyways, so he is staying at the Golden Gate. Sorry, excuse me, Golden Nugget. Get those two mixed up quite a bit. Um, the thing with Fremont Street is you can certainly walk anywhere that you are there. So if you are going to be parking here, because if you are coming from the airport and you have a you know a rent a car or something, um, most of the parking down here you do have to pay for parking. So things like at the Garage Mahal, which is Circa's parking garage, as well as the Golden Nugget. The Golden Nugget does have uh, paid parking as well. They also have valet. <clears throat> Actually, one of the only two places on Fremont Street that has valet is Circa as well as the Golden Nugget, and uh, I believe the D also has valet. Oh, and the Downtown Grand also has valet. Um, a lot of it's just a, a lot of it's sort of like a logistical thing, is that some places just don't have uh, the, like the amount of employees to have valet. So those are the places that I know that will have valet parking. Typically it's like an extra five or $10 if you're gonna be doing valet parking on Fremont Street. So anyways, well, we'll break it down in a couple different categories. So food, bars, breakfast, because breakfast is different than food, kind of funny. Um, a hidden gem that I have in my back pocket, uh, a couple different pools, and then also places to gamble as well. So let's hit the first one. So let's actually hit the first, you know, the most interesting one first for me, and that is the food. The food scene on Fremont is very, very eclectic, which is actually fantastic. That's why a lot of locals like to go down here because they have so many different options that are inside of hotels and on what's called East Fremont. So 
Uh, actually, before we get into the food, I do want to kind of break down. So most of Fremont Street is covered. And most of the covered part of Fremont Street is going to be, for the most part, safe. Um, again, Fremont Street, lots of people. They have stepped up security on Fremont Street. It really only gets crazy once you start getting later in the evening. So once you start getting to like the 10, 11 o'clock times is when uh, it does get a little bit busier. People start drinking a little bit more. And it can get, you know, especially on like super busy weekends, it can be quite congested. So just note that if you're going to be outside after like, let's just say 10, 11 o'clock, uh, it can get quite congested underneath the top at Fremont Street. The top of Fremont Street, the actual canopy, runs from Circa, which Circa is going to be on the easternmost part of uh, Fremont Street, which basically Fremont Street ends at the Plaza Hotel, which that is the furthest end. So let's think of a sort of a inflection point. That is the easternmost hotel, is the Plaza. You don't really want to go anywhere other than like the plaza, um, just because then you're going to be getting into side streets and then you get a little bit more of like homeless population and that kind of thing uh, near, near downtown. So uh, that is the easternmost that you'd really want to be walking um, on the big top. Then if you go west, if you go sort of the other direction, the end of the big top will end closer to where the D is. The D is essentially the last major hotel before you hit what's called East Fremont Street which that's going to be the um, that's going to be the uncovered part. East Fremont Street is uncovered. Um, but I forgot. They do have the Fremont Hotel, which I always forget about it, which honestly, you should too. So um, I am very much down on like the Fremont Hotel and things like, like that. So that's just, a per it's, again, it's just a personal choice, man. It's just that's, that's how I feel about it. But anyways, let's jump into the fun stuff. So let's talk about some food. So a couple of my favorite places to eat on Fremont Street, probably my number one favorite place that you can eat any time of day, lunch or dinner time, has to be 8 East. 8 East is located at the Circa Hotel. It's, you know, quite modern. It's very, it's like Asian fusion, which is great. So it has a couple different Thai flavors. They do have sushi on the menu. I wouldn't recommend like that you go all in on the sushi just because it's mostly like a Thai uh, it's more like, like a Thai, and um, they do have some Japanese flavors infused as well. So uh, they have great brisket fried rice. I love it. Make sure you go listen back on one of my pods. I do talk about 8 East in depth. You can also watch uh, 8 East on our Instagram channel, which is Conscious Confidential underscore LV, or uh, on our TikTok, which is at Keys to Vegas. And you can actually see what 8 East looks like on the inside. It's located right next to the high limit. 8 East is certainly one of the places that I recommend for lunch or dinner time, and it's great for sharing. So if you're somebody that's looking to actually save a little bit of money, I would highly recommend 8 East just because you can share things, which everything is actually made to share. So they actually want you to order many different items. Make sure you check out my bartender. Uh, her name's Christy. She is absolutely fantastic, one of the best bartenders in town. So make sure you check her out. Drop my name. Say, hey, you heard this on Concierge Confidential. Hopefully she, you know, says awesome. Maybe she'll hook you up with a drink or two. But again, just make sure you mention my name, Brian, to Christy. She is a beautiful blonde bartender over at uh, 8 East. So 8 East is absolutely fantastic. Another great option in terms of if you're looking for something that's a little bit more all the time, uh, you can go over to Red Asian, which Red Asian is actually more of a dinner spot because they're going to be doing more sushi. But if you want something more Japanese fla flared, I would highly recommend Red Asian over at... Um, 
over at the uh, Golden Nugget. Also at the Golden Nugget, they do have another place, which is really, really good. Um, the Cadillac Grill. Cadillac Grill is great for watching any sporting event that you want. It's not like necessarily a sports bar, but if you want something that's Mexican, there's a little um, uh, Mexican flavors that are a little bit more elevated, I would say this is a good place just because it's approachable. It feels like something that isn't going to be like a fast food joint. This is a great option. So uh, remember that Cadillac Grill over at the Golden Nugget is a great option. Uh, you do have to sort of pick your spots with a lot of the food just because there are a lot of places on Fremont that can be, you know, fast food, very fast casual, and sometimes not always the greatest of quality. So just be careful when you're sort of picking these places. Uh, again, you want to stay on Fremont as much as possible. They do have a couple of places that are off Fremont Street, things like the, off the top of my head, uh, places like Park on Fremont, which is specifically for more of like a brunch thing. So again, really what I'm trying to get at here is that these certain places specialize in certain things. So you really have to be aware of that when you're getting into it. So um one of the many reasons that people like to go to Fremont is because things are more affordable. So just note that I am not one of those people. Um, I like to spend money because that's that's what I like to do. Um, I like to be around fancy people and fancy folks. So I hang out at Circa most frequently. So Circa is one of my more favorite places to hang, especially if I'm just trying to have a drink or something. That's where I'll hang. So if you're looking to have a cocktail, which, I mean, if you are coming to Vegas and you'd like to drink, this is the perfect place to do it. Uh, I really enjoy Circa because they have a couple different bars to choose from. So they obviously have the Mega Bar. The Mega Bar is great if you want to have a good time, party a little bit, be part of sort of like the center of the action. That's where you're going. That's definitely a place you're going to get the flair bartenders. All, you know, sometimes you might see a sighting of Derek Stevens there. He does like to hang on the end of the bar. I'll let you figure out which end that is. There's only two sides, so you'll figure it out. Uh, but <clears throat> that's definitely going to be a quicker service bar. And then I don't really hang out there just because it's more of like a group hang. And I usually go solo. So I like to go to the bars that are like I can hang alone. So one of those bars would actually be Vegas Vicky. If you're somebody that likes cocktails, uh, specifically, you know, you know, craft handmade cocktails. Uh, highly recommend Vegas Vicky. They do a fantastic job making old fashions, Manhattans, martinis. Uh, they are really, really good at making very, very nice cocktails. So uh, they also have great signature cocktails. And the view is fantastic because that's actually going to be more in the center part of the hotel where you can do really great people watching. They have really great lounge chairs. They have a really great bar top as well. And it actually is sitting right next to the very famous Vegas Vicky, who's actually sitting there kicking her heels up as you have your drink. So that is located more in the center, and that's called Vegas Vicky's. And that's actually a, one of my more favorite bars inside of Circa. If you wanted something that's sort of a little bit of both, so something that's going to be a little bit of flair bartending, a little bit of cocktails, or just something fast and casual, or you know something a little bit more open. Uh, I, I highly recommend going up to the second floor of Circa, which actually overlooks, because it's called the Overhang Bar, overlooks the huge sports book inside of Circa. Circa's sports book is really the centerpiece of their hotel, which is very rare. You don't see a lot of places that center their hotel around the sports book, but this place does. So, the Overhang Bar is located on the second floor overlooking the sportsbook, obviously. They do have flare bartenders. They also have bar tops that have a uh, have video poker as well as like video blackjack and stuff. Um, similar prices to what you'd see over at the Mega Bar and also similar bartenders as well. So similar vibe. It's open. People like to sort of walk up there. It's very easy to walk in and out of. And of course, you get a good view of 
the casino as well on the top floor. So again, this is just another option for you. The overhang bar is really great. Uh, another place that I'm going to sort of round out my Circa tour is uh, if you want something very, very high end, something a little bit more next level, I would highly recommend the... Legacy Club. Uh, the Legacy Club is located on the very top of the hotel, which gives you a beautiful view of the Strip, as well as a bit of downtown as well. It is an outdoor space as well as indoor. They have a fire pit. They also have uh, gaming on the top, so just keep that in mind. Typically, you're going to have a little bit more expensive gaming on top of the hotel, but it's really great, especially if you want craft cocktails. I've got a Vespa martini up there before. I've got an Old Fashions up there before. You can also craft your own Old Fashioned if you'd like, which is really cool, like a custom Old Fashioned, which means they have a very long list of whiskeys that you can choose from. So really great choices over at the Legacy Club on top of the Circa property. Uh, just know that they do really enforce the dress code. So biggest thing for men is no shorts, uh, no graphic tees. Uh, they typically don't want you wearing, you know, super casual tennis shoes it's definitely going to be more of an elegant sort of experience so i would say dress slacks or dress jeans is fine with some nice shoes and even maybe like a button down or even just a plain black shirt will do jackets are always you know jackets are always nice but it's 117 degrees outside so I get it. So moving away from Circa, because we know that's one of my favorite properties on Fremont Street, uh, let's move over to a bar that actually is really, really cool and unique in itself. And that is the Whiskey Liquor Up bar over at the Binion's Hotel. Uh, Binion's is actually really fun just because it's an old school sort of Binion's uh, property. Uh, they have sort of a country western theme on the inside. You'll find lower limit tables, so something around $10 to $15 over at Binion's. And uh, whiskey liquors, you have to go up some stairs or an elevator if you'd like, and you get to the whiskey, whiskey liquor carousel bar and restaurant because they do have a restaurant that is actually not located next it's actually located right next to the spinning bar and that actually is a fantastic spot especially if you can get a spot in the evening because you get a beautiful glass viewing of Fremont Street as well as the show that goes on above you and of course the show that goes on below you with all the people going around and then also uh, one of the main stages for a lot of the acts that go on over at uh, Fremont Street so Really great spot. Uh, they know how to make a cocktail, sort of. Um, don't get too crazy. This isn't Vegas Vicky where they're going to make you a really fantastic old-fashioned. I would say keep it, you know, pretty straightforward. Beers, you know, uh, you know, beers, uh, I would say like Crown and Coke, rum and Coke. Keep it simple. Uh, I'm sure they can do it, but, you know. Not not always. So, anyways, that's the Whiskey Liquor Up Bar. That was great, a great time. I hung out with my dad up there. We just, you know, a couple spins around the rotating bar, which is always, you know, kind of a fun thing to tell people that you did. So, uh, that's one thing you can do. Um, highly recommend it, especially because they do have, you know, food inside. Definitely bar, bar and lounge type food, just, you know, wings, burgers, fries, that kind of thing. So uh, that can go under bars and food at the same time. Um, as we're on the subject of bars, uh, a bar that they do have over at the Golden Gate, which highly recommend, especially if you want live music. And it's a really, really fun time. It's really, really great over there. And that is the Rush Lounge. The Rush Lounge is actually located in the heart of the Golden Gate. Sorry, excuse me, Golden Nugget. I keep messing it up. But the Golden Nugget. 
and they have gaming, they have a really nice sort of very intimate bar, but then they also have live music, which plays a whole range of things uh, inside. They do a bunch of different covers, they do rock, they do hip hop, and it's absolutely fantastic. So definitely if you're somebody in the like 30 to 50 range, I would say this is definitely a spot for you, um, just because I think the music style is gonna help. Also, also like the clientele is gonna be similar to that. Um, although I was in my 20s hanging out in there and having a great time. So that place is actually located right next to the sports book and they also have like a sort of like grill spot, which that place is very expensive for what you're getting. You're getting chicken fingers for like 20 bucks. So maybe stay away from the actual grill spot, but uh, highly recommend it. I would recommend going down there and having a good time, especially if you're on your way up to your room, maybe have a cocktail there and then go up to your room for, you know, whatever else you may be doing. So as we move through the Golden Nugget, uh, actually, I wanted to sort of sit on the Golden Nugget for a second, uh, and let's talk about some pools. So the Golden Nugget probably has one of the two best pools on Fremont Street. Um, honestly, it goes back and forth between Circa and the Golden Nugget, depending on what you're looking for. So um, a really important thing to note about the Circa property uh, for Daniel, because I think Daniel said he might have just had a child, um, is that it is 21 and over. So as long as it's just you and your partner, um, 21 and over, completely fine over at Circa. The cool thing about the Golden Nugget, the Golden Nugget is open for all ages. And of course, they have their very, very famous shark tank in the center of the pool. So that is a really great feature. The actual seating space, they have a lot of lounge chairs. They don't have many like cabanas or day beds or anything which I do have over at Circa, but the pool area over at Golden Nugget is very convenient. It's in the center of the hotel. They actually have two pools, so keep that in mind. The one that's on the bottom floor, uh, the, the main place that you walk into, obviously that's the main pool, but then they have an adult pool that's actually on the second floor that tends to be a little bit more popping. I believe they actually have cabanas upstairs, which that's where you're gonna find all the cabanas and stuff. Very, very standard pool. It's very, very, you know, rectangular, I suppose is the word for it. So just keep that in mind when you're actually going to check out the pool. Uh, I think that pool is absolutely great. So if you never have to leave that pool, awesome. That's going to be one of your sort of standard pools you would get at some place on the strip, even great pool area. So golden nugget, fantastic pool. If you want a little bit more of a, you know, party atmosphere, then you're definitely going to want to be looking towards Circa. Circa, if you are not staying there, it does, they do charge usually $35 per person, unless you get a day bed or a cabana, which those typically sell out, obviously. Uh, it is very, very exposed over at Circa. So just keep that in mind. Not a lot of free umbrella space. So typically if you're getting a day bedders, even the day, even the day beds only have like a little umbrella. So it can get very, very hot up there. I went up there with my uh, parents one time, and it's cool. You can gamble up there because they actually have uh, table games, which are great. Usually table games up there are going to be 15, 25, usually around 25, especially if it's really, really busy. So just keep that in mind if you're out there. Golden Nugget also has gaming as well, which typically they're 15 to 25 over at uh, the Golden Gate, which is great. But anyways, back to Circa. It is very hot there. So make sure you're wearing a hat, make sure you have some cover up, make sure you have some, you know, sandals you can walk to and from the water in uh, because it is very, very hot. But once you get in the pool, it's fantastic because the actual pool is very, very cold, which is really great. So they have many cabanas, many day bed options if you are looking to stay there. I would say if it's only the two of you, day bed options are great, especially because you get the shade, but I don't think you need like a cabana for two people. Honestly, it's a waste if you get a cabana for two people. Uh, day beds, 
Not bad, especially when you're going to be lounging for a whole day. They have a food and, beverage, food and beverage minimum, which typically that is a good way to you know spend your cash if you're going to be getting the most bang for your buck. But Circa is definitely a more high-energy high pool just because they do typically have a DJ on the weekends. They'll obviously have the... Any games that are going on, usually baseball at this time, will be on the big screens, huge screens, and this is really a place that if you are a sports lover, this is a place that you want to check out just because of all of the focus that they put on sports book, sports betting, and of course, sports in general. So that is over at the Circa Hotel. So we've gotten through many things here, which I know I've talked very, very quickly. So uh, let's go ahead and take a quick break, and I will be going into a couple of the... Um, uh, couple of the hidden gems that I have here on uh, Fremont Street coming up next. Hey, everybody, this is Brian Ortega from Concierge Confidential. Just letting you know about a new podcast that we have out. It's called Last Night in Vegas with me, Brian Ortega. Hopefully you're able to listen to it. Um, it'll be periodically put out throughout the week. And usually if I go out in the evening, you'll probably be hearing a podcast about how that night went. So make sure to check out our new podcast, Last Night in Vegas, presented by... Neon Smoke Productions. All right, everybody, so we are back. We're going to be talking some of my hidden gems that they have here on Fremont Street. So uh, one of the hidden gems that I wanted you to know about is on Fridays and Saturdays, if those are the days you're coming, which I believe is sometime in August, uh, they have at the Market Street Cafe, and this is definitely something, if you're into it, then you're into it. If you're not, then sorry, this is a hidden gem, not for you. But if you're into these things, they have, especially if you've been drinking all day, this is a great sort of pick-me-up, on Fridays and Saturdays, after 9 o'clock at the Californian, this is world-renowned stuff, their world-famous oxtail soup. They have a wonderful, just rich, delicious oxtail soup. If you wanted to try something that people stand in lines for at this place, ox the oxtail soup at Market, uh, Market Street Cafe is super popular. My mom was there. Uh, she was waiting for me to get done with my job, and uh, she had it, and she said, this is really, really good. So I had to join her. It was really, really fantastic. So two thumbs way, way up for the oxtail soup at uh, Market Street Cafe. Uh, another hidden gem, they do have the laundry room. This is another of those speakeasies that you should know about. So this speakeasy, um, that there's a couple speakeasies downtown, by the way, and one that I actually do not want to disclose yet because I need to figure more out about it. And it's actually not just a bar. It's something different, which is even better. So anyways, so let's talk about the speakeasy over at uh, the uh downtown club uh the commonwealth there we go the, the commonwealth i almost forgot so um if you go to the commonwealth the commonwealth is the main bar which that's actually going to be you know very nice it looks like sort of like a gastro pub really really cool great rooftop especially if you want to hang out with the, the younger folk uh commonwealth is a great option uh they usually have very long lines to get in on like Fridays and Saturdays. This is on East Fremont Street, so this is the uncovered part of Fremont, but still walkable within distance of Fremont Street itself. And if you go, you, you kind of, it used to be, you used to have to actually like know the bartender, be cool with the bartender. They would give you a phone number to text. You text the phone number, and then Bob's your uncle, boom, you can get into the laundry room. Uh, the laundry room is located in back of the um, Commonwealth, and they have a couple different entrances, but 
anyways, it is called the laundry room. Just note that if you are gained access to laundry room, they do not allow you to use your phone. So no phones at all, no loud talking, no pictures. They're very, very strict at the laundry room. It's a very small space. It only adds up to like 10 people, which is like cool, but like, Speakeasies with too many rules, I find to be a little bit of a anno- little bit annoying. So, it's cool. I would recommend maybe not. Uh, I just don't want that many rules for me. So, I would try it just because I like trying things like that and it can be fun. But I don't think it's worth your time to actually have to follow that many rules. So, another speakeasy that I would highly recommend, which is another attraction that I'd recommend while you're down here, is the Mob Museum. The Mob Museum is absolutely awesome especially if you want to do something that's going to spend you know a couple hours of your day especially indoors because it's very hot outside the mob museum super super fun especially if you're somebody who enjoys the history of the mob or mob movies um i think this is a really great option that's very unique in the united states in general to check out what is going on at the mob museum and even the better part about the mob museum they have what's called the I forgot what it's called. Um, They do have a speakeasy inside of the Mob Museum. It's called the Underground. And this place actually has two entrances. It has one through the museum itself and a much cooler one uh, that you have to get to on the outside. So uh, you always know when it's a good uh, speakeasy when you get lost the first time looking for it. So I actually took a date over to the Mob Museum one time. Uh, Well, I took her to go to the Underground because... Honestly, the best part about speakeasies, and this is kind of a pro tip, speakeasies are great for dates. I've never gone on a date where my date was unimpressed by the cool speakeasy where I took them to. I don't know. It's just like, it's like fun being part of the know. And I feel like it's always definitely something that you should have in your arsenal if you're going to be dating in this city or any city in general is knowing where a speakeasy is because that's the fastest way to a woman's heart is them feeling like they're, you know, breaking the rules a little bit. So um, I enjoyed it. So uh, they do have a door on the outside. You have to go down some steps. It's kind of near like the loading dock area. You go down some steps. They do have a password required. If you were wondering, where do you get this password? You have to go on their Instagram page and they will have the latest password for that day on the very top of their profile. So always check in with their Instagram page and you will have the password for the underground speakeasy uh, over at the mom museum. One of my favorite drinks is the one that comes in a book. It is their old fashioned, which they serve to you the glass with the ice. They give you a book and inside of the book, they actually have a um, bottle of whiskey that you then pour into the rest of uh, the cocktail glass. So that one's really fun. They also have uh, bathroom gin, which is actually served in a bathtub. So bathtub gin served in a bathtub. It's actually really, really fun. So I highly recommend it, especially if you're, especially if you're going to be going down to Fremont Street and want to do a speakeasy. That one's probably the coolest one, especially in terms of bars. Probably one of the cooler ones. So as I move back, so back into the things that uh, you might be looking into, uh, as we sort of go down the list, uh, breakfast places. So breakfast places are very, very important because those are places that you're going to get your day started. So a couple options for you. Uh, th- over at 
Uh, they do have, I believe, at the Golden Nugget, they have a claim jumper, which I think does breakfast. But, meh, I would skip that. They also have a Chick-fil-A. So if you're wondering, they do have a Chick-fil-A and a Starbucks. But those places are too easy. But um, bringing, back, bringing Circa sort of back into the fold, uh, they do have Saginaw's, which Saginaw's, honestly, their, their lunch is not, like, the best. Uh, it's, unless you're a really big fan of, like, deli sandwiches and that kind of thing, like pastrami sandwiches, cool. Uh, they're a little bit expensive for me personally, but, and again, you never hear me say things are expensive, but it's always like things that are like, I think on the, uh, sort of like casual level, then, then I start saying, yeah, it's kind of expensive for that. But if it's like, you know, a great steak, then never too expensive, but you know, life's relative. But anyways, Saginaw's great breakfast, really, really great for late night, just because if you're going to be eating, you know, a steak dinner and, you know, our steak and eggs at two o'clock in the morning fantastic spot so Saginaw's really really great can get a long line sometimes so just be ready if you go at like a special time like 10 o'clock that's the time that everybody goes to breakfast so 10 o'clock super super busy um other great option is over at the plaza which the plaza is on the most east end of Fremont Street it's right when you walk in you can't miss it they have hash hash a go-go so hash hash a go-go really large options so certainly don't be afraid to share if you go to one of these places but this is a really great choice especially if you want brunch or if you want a breakfast place that uh is pretty standard, straightforward breakfast. But I also found that if you wanted something like brunch style, Park on Fremont, which is actually on, again, East Fremont Street. So when you come out of the Golden Nugget, you're going to make a right and go all the way to the end, which I know sounds so, so far. So Park MGM is good, but if you take one more block over, which you can see it from Park on Fremont, is... If you want a really straightforward cafe, go inside of the historic El Cortez and you will find the Siegel 41, which are 1941, which is a very straightforward cafe, but really, really nice. They take really good care of it. I'm a sucker for a nice classic old school cafe that does breakfast all day and is just a really great option. So highly recommend that. And also it gets you into, you know, a fantastic spot over at El Cortez and you get to see this old hotel, which is really fun. So they also have very cheap gambling there. So if you're going to be playing, you know, 10, $15, that's a place to try is the El Cortez. Same thing with the downtown grand. Those are two places that you'll definitely find at least $10 blackjack. And uh, I've actually ever, I've always, I've seen one table there that does $5 blackjack, but just know everybody will be at that one table. So, you know, good luck finding a spot on the inside. So we've done this entire Fremont Street episode without mentioning the Fremont Street experience canopy. Uh, the canopy does have a live show every hour until midnight. So typically uh, it'll play everything from Pink, uh, Katy Perry, uh, All American. Sorry. Uh, they also have uh, Green Day is another one they have. Bon Jovi is probably the one that we always saw when I was down there. Uh, they're all great. Really fun. They actually redid the entire canopy, and it looks fantastic. So make sure you check out that. They do have the Slotzilla zip line, which everybody loves to zip down it. Uh, if you want to do that, cool. Let me know how it goes. I've never done it before, so hopefully it comes well. Uh, if you do the long version, it's Superman style. And if you do the short version, you're just sitting down. So... Uh, I've covered a lot of stuff on this particular pod. Um, I just want to let you guys know that there are a few places that I did not sort of highlight. Uh, anything at the Fremont Hotel, they have cheaper gambling, and that's really the only reason you should go in there. Uh, 
I'm not a big fan of that place. They have a Tony Roma's on the inside. They have one of the newer uh, food courts. So if you are looking for something super duper fast and casual, they have a great food court. They have uh, Magoo's, which is a chicken finger place. And they also have a steak and shake. Do not eat at that steak and shake. It is not good. Uh, they also have a Dunkin' Donuts on the inside if you wanted a very, 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 very light breakfast. And um, what else do they have in there? Uh, they do have like a pesto sandwich shop on the inside too. So uh, I'm not a big fan of the Fremont Hotel. So I usually say you can skip it. They have a FanDuel sportsbook on the inside that they just redid. Uh, I usually don't go inside of the Four Queens because I don't want to get salmonella. Um, again, just a dig at, at the Four Queens. But uh, Four Queens, they have Hugo Cellar, which honestly many people have said uh, probably not worth it. I know a lot of people like are really, really into it. Like they really like to sort of keep these things alive. Uh, haven't heard good things about Hugo Seller from people that aren't, you know, like fanatics of that particular place. Um, also at the D, they have a place called do 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 off the top of my tongue. Adiamo, Adiamo, I've heard is sort of mixed reviews, but. For the most part, gets really good high marks on Italian cuisine. So if you're looking for something Italian, Adiamo is a choice uh, over at the D. Uh, again, there's not as many fine dining choices on Fremont Street. So again, if you're uh, I've almost, oh my goodness, I almost forgot. So it's brand new. Two new things. The Plaza. Totally forgot to highlight on this episode. I'm so sorry. So uh, they just opened it just a couple weeks ago. They have the Carousel Bar. All right, let's go ahead and research. Let's talk about it. Do, 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 do. They have the carousel bar. I got it right. Yay for us. Thanks for, thanks for staying tuned while I was looking for it. So the carousel bar, which does not spin, unfortunately, but is underneath the famous neon light bulbs that flitter and shine uh, over at the Plaza Hotel. Just really iconic front of the hotel is at the plaza uh the carousel bar really really cool uh brand new spot they have a couple flare bartenders they make really good cocktails usually open afternoon to late evening uh is the carousel bar and of course the incomparable oscar steakhouse uh oscar steakhouse is one of those steakhouses that uh, you kind of know from a lot of the movies you've seen about vegas uh it actually has a be- it used to have a beautiful view of fremont street before the zip line was constructed i'm sure oscar is not very happy about that uh but they did actually just make an extension they now have an outdoor patio area which is really cool which is sort of like uh sort of offset from where oscars is so you actually do get a view of fremont street now but uh Great spot, especially if you wanted to impress a date or if you wanted a nice night out. They are obviously a steakhouse, very straightforward steak options, but really, really nice room on the inside of Oscars. So almost you can't do this without talking about I, I, I missed two of these. So Oscars is great. And also, if you want a nice night out, which I think is maybe a superior to Oscars, but the view is certainly better at Oscars. Uh, Berries, Berries over at Circa. Uh, I've eaten there a couple times. It's good. I'm not a huge fan of the side options, but they do have many different steak options in the menu. Uh, they have good desserts, really great cocktails. Again, not a fan of the apps or the sides, but that's just a personal thing. Uh, Berries is very famous to have, are very popular with lots of celebrities, sports stars. People like Devontae Adams like to eat at Berries. Same thing with a lot of the guys from the Las Vegas Golden Knights. They do like to dine at Berries as well, which that is located at the Circa, again, uh, just below where Vegas Vicky's is. So uh, just know if you're going to Berries or Oscars, you're looking at, you know, probably three to four dollar signs on the old uh, 
rating system. So um, I think I've covered a lot. I think you are going to be on a good start. There are many things that I can't cover in general on this particular pod, but there are so many things that you can explore, and I hope that this helped at all um, kind of going through uh, Fremont Street. Of course, there are some options that you can do that are really, really popular, like the Container Park, which that's on East Fremont Street. Again, make sure you're just walking in the daytime where there's lots of people, and you'll be completely fine. It's definitely walkable, but again, Long walk. Uh, the Mom Museum, just set off of Fremont Street. Totally safe to walk over there. They do have uh, Pizza Rock, which is great. And they also have uh, the Triple George, which is another great option to be, you know, if you want to get off of Fremont Street for a while. Uh, highly recommend Triple George. There's also a Hogs and Heifers right there. Do not go in there. I'm not a fan of Hogs and Heifers. <sighs> They're terrible. Just don't like them. But anyways, so... I think that was a pretty good start on our Fremont Street experience, if you will. So hopefully you guys enjoyed it. Hopefully it's helpful if you're going to go to Fremont Street. Um, we will talk about East Fremont Street another time. East Fremont Street is definitely more a local thing where they have many, many bars to sort of bar hop in and out of. Definitely that's something if you are a 20-something, you will be making it to We All Scream here, which is super-duper popular with all of the kids, if you will. So... That was this week's episode of Concerts Confidential. Make sure to follow us on all of our social channels. Of course, the one that we like to talk about the most is our Instagram page, which is Concerts Confidential underscore LV. You can also follow us on TikTok, which is at Keys to Vegas underscore LV. And of course, I'm on Instagram as well, Brian Ortega underscore 26, if you want to see what I'm up to as well. So again, uh, again, if you see me out in town, awesome. But if you do, remember, keep it confidential. <laughs>